So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, how are you doing today? And welcome to another episode of our show. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, especially over the last few weeks. Really, really appreciate you guys. Um, Today, I'm not going to be doing a guest. I'm going to teach a little bit. Um, And I want to do a solo show because um, I'm just about to do an event out in uh, Phoenix. And I was uh, coming through on, uh, you know, outlining a presentation in or whatnot. And I'm like, you know what? This content will actually make really good um, for a podcast. And it's nothing I really um, have done before. So uh, I'm going to sort of stumble through this a little bit, maybe. But uh, what I want the focus to be on today is differentiation, 100%. Uh, How the hell do you stand out in the marketplace? And I want to chat about why this is um, more important than ever. And as a matter of fact, I'd like to say this is the most important thing facing the real estate industry. Um, my personal opinion is that your brand is how you're going to compete in the future. It's not your license. It's not that you're a real estate agent. It's not that you're a lender. It's not that you're this, you're that. It's your brand, your persona, your presence. That's going to get people to hire you and or um, convert with you, uh, use you for their transaction. And when you look at this stuff, people ultimately hire you off of one or two reasons. That's what it comes down to. And this isn't a real estate thing. This isn't any business thing. I don't care if you're selling couches or you're selling houses or you're selling video services like me. Um, it doesn't matter. People, when they decide to work with you or hire you, it comes down to two main reasons. The very first reason is it's your personal brand or whom you are as an individual. Okay. The second reason is your unique selling proposition or what you're doing that attracted them to. What I want to do is break down each of these today in several different ways to give you um, different ways to start attracting. Because uh, the reason why this is so important is because, let's be honest, what is the difference between you and every other real estate agent or lender in your market? The truth is you all have access to the same loan programs or interest rates, depending on what side of the business you're in. And people, no offense, but most professionals in this business are commodity. Um, Most people are selling the same shit. Most agents' marketing plan, for example, is just listing your house on the MLS, putting a sign in the yard, and waiting for a buyer to come with one per commission plan, 5%, 6%. Hey, here's how it is. And what I'm talking about is doing things different. Um, one of the guys I follow, um, his name is Billy Jean. He's a video marketing guy. You may have heard of him. Uh, huge marketer. And uh, he said something to me in one of his events that really stood out, and I'm going to steal it from him. So I want to give him credit where credit's due. What he says is he goes, have you ever realized why doctors make um, millions of dollars a year and then maids don't make that much? What is the real reason for that? And what he does is he goes back and he says, see, how much money you make is simply based upon supply and demand off of what you do. So the reason why maids make um, you know, minimum wage or whatnot is because there's no shortage of them. If I wanted to go out and hire a maid right now on Craigslist, I could probably get four or five recommendations. But at the same time, if I needed someone to perform heart surgery on me, I'd probably get one in a thousand. I might have to travel states to get the right heart surgeon. And it's because there's only so many or limited money number of heart surgeons that they can demand more money. Well, 
why don't you apply that to your real estate business or the real estate business in general, the industry, whether you're lending or you're on the um, agency side, because it's no different. When people decide to work with a real estate agent or lender, they're hiring you off of just those two reasons. Either A, your personal brand, they personally like you, they have a relationship with you, and that's why they're hiring you. Or B, um, you're doing something different. You have something, some kind of unique selling proposition that nobody else has. And it's, that's what attracts them to you. Now, a good example of the second version here would be like, why can a company like Redfin um, literally go into a brand new market with no brand presence and start transacting within a matter of months? And the reason for that is because they're offering a unique selling proposition. They have a buyer rebate program that nobody else has. And they're using the buyer rebate program as a unique selling proposition to generate business, right? So that's what we're going to chat about um, today is, okay, what can you be doing in your business to start attracting and all the different ways that you can start attracting? You see, part of... Um, building your brand or attracting business in general as an agent or as a lender is going to be staying on top of mind. And the reason, again, why this is important is that everybody's out to get your lunch. Everyone's out to take you out. Uh, if you're in the lending industry, you have companies like Zillow Home Loans, for example, Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage. Uh, if you're in the real estate industry, you have companies like Zillow, um, Redfin, um, what used to be Purple Bricks, Flat Fee Options, iBuyers, you name it. There's a whole lot of comp competition coming from every which way. So the question is, is why are all these options coming? Is it because consumers want them or are they just trying to kill us? What's well, a little bit of both? Because ultimately, when people decide to hire somebody, they're looking for one of three things. They're either looking to get the biggest price, they're looking for convenience, or they're going to be looking for service. So brand has never been more important because regardless of what the consumer market is looking for in real estate, nearly 78% of people will close with the first agent and or lender they meet with. So the name of the game in real estate is typically to be the first person they meet with. Well, when you're top of mind or when you stick out or when you're being different, you greatly increase the chances of becoming that first person. And that's why what I'm about to share with you is extremely important. You see, brand is going to be how you compete in the future because where you won't compete is in advertising um, against some of these big companies. Let's face it, they have a lot more money than any of us do. And they're drowning the airwaves in different markets all over the country, talking about why they're a better alternative. We won't compete against um, maybe some of their unique selling propositions in some case. We might not compete against their slick tech platforms, but we will compete against is through good old-fashioned customer service and brand on a very hyper-local level. Because the one thing that anybody has against all of the interruption appearing right now is going to be the personal relationship, personal brand, and local expertise that none of these interruptions can have. And that's why brand is so important. So the first thing I want to talk about is attraction, but attraction through unique selling proposition. And when we're talking about how do you build a unique selling proposition in a real estate industry where everyone's selling the same thing? If you're a lender, you have the same programs as every other lender. So how do you do something unique? Well, if you're a real estate agent, hey, you have access to the same MLS. Great. So does the consumers. It's called Zillow or Realtor.com. How the hell do you stand out in that? Well, this is one of the reasons why I absolutely love creating programs. See, a program could be something as simple as something that you may know very easily. Let's say Homes for Heroes. Homes for Heroes is a program, but Homes for Heroes is a lead generation company. See, what they do is they target first responders, veterans, military, doctors, teachers. They target heroes and they say, hey, 
I'm going to do what Redfin does to the consumer market. I'm going to go after these individuals and target a certain demographic or profession, and then I'm going to advertise and I'm going to give them a rebate um, if they go through our quote unquote program. Well, their program is just calling you guys up and working a referral agreement. That's the simplicity of it. But they're very smart because they built a whole offering around a certain demographic through a program, and they use that program as a unique selling proposition, Okay. So why can't you do the same damn thing? Become a Homes for Heroes agent for all I care. But when you build a program, you're doing things different. I want to give you a couple other examples of some different programs. One of my favorite clients I've ever worked with, and I haven't spoken to her in a while, but Sherry, if you're still listening, you're one of my favorite. Sherry Mills, she's down in Sarasota, Florida. Um, probably one of my, God, this is, I love this story because I just love what she's done. And Sherry is a real estate agent who was getting back into the industry. And what Sherry ended up doing is we ended up building her a program called Live to Give, which is very similar to Homes for Heroes, but it was just recreated in Sherry's own way. See, Sherry is a philanthropist and she um, does a lot of uh, community and volunteer work with uh, revolving around some organizations that support women abuse, battered women abuse, uh, rape, uh, stuff of that nature. And what's very near and dear to Sherry's heart is supporting those causes. So what we ended up doing was creating a program called Live to Give. And how it works is that anytime you hire Sherry to buy or sell real estate, 10% will go to one of three of these foundations and the client is able to choose. So as a result of that, Sherry's business has just took off. And the reason for that is because people want to work with her because of why she's doing it. Sherry doesn't care to sell a house. Sherry cares to make an impact and in exchange, she sells a house. But what Sherry has over anybody else is that program and that personal brand. It's doing very well for her. We've done the same thing um, with people who are dog rescuers, people who typically raise uh, funds for something or giving back. You can absolutely make a program around anything that you're doing differently, especially around something that ties to an emotional cause. Homes for Heroes is doing it. Sherry's doing it. There's no reason why anyone couldn't create their own program. But to be able to do something like this, you have to have a why or a niche. So Homes for Heroes is focused on a niche, right? If I'm a real estate agent and I focus in the medical community, I might create a niche um, program specifically for residents who are going to get a loan, for example. If you've ever sold a new doctor or resident that just gets into, out of their residency a house, it's probably the best loan program out there. It's 100% financing, no loan limits, and the deals happen really fast and they're as good as cash. Um, that could be a niche I could build a program around, for example. So my point being is that really when you build a program, what you're doing is you're building a program for a certain demographic of people that will resonate with your mission statement. And that's really all it is. So I want you to think about that. Um, another program, one we just launched, it's called Owner Advocate. It's a home multiple offer home selling solution program. Okay. Now, when we built Owner Advocate, uh, what it is, it's very simple. We saw all the iBuyers coming into the marketplace and we needed to create a program to compete back against them and at the same time differentiate our brands from the other agents that are here and, and the iBuyers that are throwing real estate agents under the bus. So what we did was create a program called the Owner Advocate. And what the Owner Advocate does is it gives 
sellers four to six different options to liquidate their houses and sell. One of those options is a trade-in option. One of those is a fix and list program. One of those is an instant cash offer. One of those is a sell and stay. And then we have multiple listing options. We have a flat fee. We have a 5%. We have a 6%. The point being is that we're creating a program around multiple options because that's a lot more easier to market than by me just saying, hey, I got three different ways to sell your house. Owner Advocate has become a home selling program where an owner can get multiple options and offers within days in their market. Love it. Sells itself. If you guys like to learn more about that program, visit listingadvocate.com. But here's my point is that when you want to attract and differentiate your brand and you do it through a program, you do it before what your program stands for, whether it's a home seller option, that's what's making me different. Whether it's Homes for Heroes, that's what's making me different. Whether it's what Sherry's doing in Florida, that's what's making her different. And anytime you're different, you stand out. When you stand out, you get attention. When you get attention, you attract. You know, there's a, I used to sell, um, when I was selling in Chicago, like I would realize that a lot of my clients um, ended up becoming my beer drinking buddies. Uh, and you know that as an agent or lender, you, you know, you start befriending the clients that you serve. And the reason for that is because we attract like people. So make it easier to generate business. The problem everyone has is that we're trying to uh, resonate with every single person we see, which ends up sticking with none. And when you do that, you end up resonating with none, which does no one any service. It does, it's actually a disservice. If you find yourself in a niche, or if you find yourself uh, hitting a certain demographic, build a program around it, you guys. There's a lot of ways that you can go ahead and utilize that. So let's go in through uh, next um, component. Uh, we're going to talk about attracting through process, okay? Um, what do I mean by attracting through process? Well, let's go through this. What in your specific process do you do that makes you stand out, period? When I was selling real estate in Chicago, I didn't call myself a real estate agent. I called myself a marketer who happens to help people sell houses. There's a major difference in positioning there. Matter of fact, when I first started real estate marketing, if you look at some of my blog posts and you look at some of my content back from like 2016, uh, go deep into the blog podcast, you'll see that a lot of my messaging at that time for my real estate business was don't be a real estate agent, be a marketer. And that was the niche that I saw a huge um, opportunity in. And that's how I would present in listing presentations. It's like, look, we're a marketing company that sells houses. We're not a real estate agent. There's a difference in there because we take a full marketing approach to it. So it's a little bit different in differentiation. But through that process, what does that mean? How did I track through process? Well, you should have seen our listing marketing plan. Every listing got videos. And this is like in 2015, 2014, before anyone did videos. Every listing got Facebook ads. Every listing had open houses. Every listing had staging, for example. See, the process and how we do business is what people remember. As a matter of fact, repeat business accounts for roughly 13 to 15% of transactions each and every year. And if you're doing a shitty job during your process, you're never going to attract anyone again because have you ever been to a restaurant that had really bad food? Did you go back? Did you tell your friends about it? If you did, you're shady. You, you know you did it. Well, what about a real estate agent or lender with bad service? See, the transaction that you serve today 
turn into transactions tomorrow. And you should never, ever spike the football when you get to the closing table. You should spike the football when you generate your third referral from that person you went to the closing table with. There's a major difference between that. And most of the stuff is mindset between entrepreneur running a business and a salesperson chasing your next check. Attracting through process is extremely important. I want to take a different industry and point this out and explain how restaurants attract through process. A restaurant's attraction through process is nothing more than their menu and their ingredients for how they make their food. There's a reason why the restaurants don't give out their ingredients or their menus, because if they did it, everyone could copy them. There'd be no point to going to visit to that restaurant, but it's the menu and the experience, the ambiance, the shit on the wall, the color of the drinks and the little umbrella sitting on top of the ice on them. All of that stuff adds into experience and our process. So I challenge you to look at your experience or process in your business. What is your listing process? What makes you different and stand out? What is your buying process? What makes you different and stand out? You could attract through process simply by create becoming an educator in the process. We have people we've built out uh, courses. We built out courses for home buyers, for lenders that would create a 10-step video home buyer course for first-time buyers. That is how you take process and stick out with it because how many other lenders are having their clients go through a course? So when I say that you can attract through process, that's ultimately what I'm talking about because people remember how you make them feel, not what you did. Another example of this would be, uh, I remember in... (laughs) I used to, I'm an idiot. All right. So I, I made every mistake in my real estate business. And what I was always very guilty of was throwing away a lot of money when I didn't need to. Um, it's been the Achilles heel of my career, I would say, in many ways than just uh, the, what I'm about to explain to you. But in uh, Illinois, it used to be in, uh, it is, it's an attorney state, uh, which means that there's a real estate attorney involved in every transaction. So uh, typically that attorney fee, when I started in real estate, was 250 By the time I ended, it got up to like $500. But the point being is there's always an attorney fee. Now, or and an inspection cost, as you know, people have home inspections. Now, me being an agent thinking, oh, you know what? I'm just, I don't need to buy them a closing gift. I'm just going to go ahead and pay for their attorney costs or I'll pick up their home inspection. Well, I used to do that quite a lot until I got to the end of the uh, year and I started doing my taxes. And I realized one year I spent like, I was like $25,000, $30,000 or something like that in attorney's fees and closing and uh, um, inspections that I would pick up the tab for other people thinking, oh, Mike just gave me $400. Guess what? Not one of them remembered a damn fucking thing about it. Why? Because people don't care what you did. They care about how you make them feel. I stopped spending $500 per client. Then I started buying them $35 bonsai trees as a closing gift. And guess what? The fucking bonsai tree created way more referrals than the $700 out of pocket picking up an inspection or an attorney fee. You know why? because that damn bonsai tree sat in their fucking kitchen for the rest of their life. And every single time they walked past it, they were fucking reeked out of me, period. That's branding. So my point, folks, is that how you do business is extremely important. If you want to start attracting business, you have to do it through repeat business on the process you have. Uh, We call this transactional marketing. And there should absolutely be things. Now, couple different things. Your process could involve, um, I'll give you a quick, a really good example. So I used to do transactional videos, uh, meaning that we'd have a video go out through certain stages of the process. The problem I see a lot is that when people go under contract, a lot of times the agent disappears and that's no way to generate referrals off of them. Um, and definitely repeat business. You have to stay involved up until the closing table and for the rest of their life after it's closed, if you want to generate referrals. 
So your closing gift, for example, is part of your process. Um, so what we would do is say, hey, we'd have a nice to meet you video. Well, right when we met someone, hey, nice to meet you. My name is Mike Cuevas. I'm the Chicago real estate dude. And I had a blast meeting you today. I just wanted to show you a couple other things on my website, let you know exactly where they're all located. So if you visit my website here, it's a whole buyer learning center. You can learn everything about the buyer process. If you visit my website here, seller learning center, learn everything about the process. If you visit my site here, bloom everything about the process. What I want you to know about this whole thing is that if you have questions at any time, let me know. I'm here to help you. That's why you're hiring me, dude. Next, I uh, had a video go out when uh, their offer got accepted. Hey, congratulations, your offer's accepted. But what's next? Let me explain. I had a video to go out when they're clear to close. Hey, you're clear to close. That might sound like Chinese to you. So let me explain what the hell that means. Closing gift was part of the process, right? The final walkthrough I had it set up in my business where I would, I had it, my business set up to such a science that I knew every time I would ask for a referral and it was about three to five times during the transaction. One was at the very first buyer's presentation. I'd ask two or three times in the car if you're going throughout the process and 100% was always at the final walkthrough. These are just systems in my business that enhanced my process that led to more business. If a restaurant serves shitty food, they don't have a process. When a restaurant serves good food, they have a process and they have a system. You need to treat your business no differently. Let's switch gears. Um, what I just went through was a couple of ways you can attract through USP, uh, unique selling proposition. Um, I would say one more that I would mention you could attract through USP is when you're in a niche. So for example, um, I met a lender the other day. He's a first time FHA homebuyer lender. That's a great niche. Great. So just create first time homebuyer content nonstop. Maybe you're a military lender. Maybe you're a horse farm specialist. Maybe you only sell equestrian properties. If you have a niche and you only sell a specific product or type of property, then that is also another way you attract through unique selling proposition. Travel agents didn't go out of business. They just became specialized. Disney has the largest travel agency still in the world. So don't overthink. Travel agencies didn't go away. A lot of them got diminished, but they just repositioned their offering into specialized into more things. And I think that's what way your, the real estate industry is headed uh, 100%. So uh, let's switch gears. I want to go into um, attracting through a relationship a little bit. And this is a lot more of the stuff you usually hear me talking about here on the show. And um, when you're attracting through relationship, it's a lot different than attracting through lead generation. And there is a difference between marketing and advertising. Now, the reason why attracting through relationship is I, I just, I, I know this 100% with my heart. Um, and I, every day we deal with people and I just don't understand what people don't understand about this. Nearly 80% of the business, um, I'm going to read off some stats to you. Um, NAR comes out with a chart of where people find their real estate agent, which is really the same thing how people find lenders too, if you're a lender. But it says, where do sales really, really come from? Nearly 50% came from repeat business. 12% came, I mean, 50% come from referrals. 12% um, comes from repeat business. 10% from signage, believe it or not. 4% from an open house. 3% from strategic alliances like reload companies, lenders, referring realtors, or vice versa. And when you add them all up, 80% of closed transactions, actually over 80% of closed transactions, um, already, they come from the people you personally know, you met, you used in the past, or you just run into accidentally like at an open house. So if that's my marketing plan, what would be the number one thing I would want to do for my business to generate more business? Let's go, guys. Well, how about just stay in front of the fucking people you already know? That is the marketing plan. 
what I'm showing, what I'm showing you is not a marketing plan just for a real estate or lender business. It's a marketing plan that works for any business. You must always stay present, especially in a referral-based business. And any business does this. So for example, um, a local restaurant are great at this. When you go into a shopping center, there's a reason why you come out and then there's a menu sitting underneath your fucking windshield. It's because they're hitting direct mail and print to the local population because it works. When you're on Facebook and you see a chiropractor ad just running around, uh, cracking someone's back and they have like 80,000 comments on it, that's a local business, okay? They have to stay in front of people who have back problems to work. Well, it's no differently in real estate because you could trip over a real estate agent or a new lender. And the reason why people cheat on us so much is because we don't stay in communication with them. And regardless of what we're doing with real estate, if we're getting a loan, we're buying a house, we're selling a house, we want to make that decision with someone we fucking trust at the end of the day, because it's a big damn decision to make. And I don't really care. Most people honestly don't care how much money you make. They care that your service was justified and they got a fair service for a fair price. That's ultimately what people care about. No one cares if you charge 10% for commission, if your involvement in a transaction created a 12% return. Okay, so you have to start looking at it that way. But ultimately, what people buy is trust. They buy um, peace of mind. They're buying security. And that's really what our role has become. Our role has not become as opening doors for people getting in and out of houses. Our role is to confirm whether the people, whether the doors we're opening are a good fucking investment or not. That's the difference today. And when we look at our networks, we look at our databases, well, 10 to 15% of the people you know this year, they're moving. I'm, I live in a neighborhood of about, I think there's 37 homes and like, we live in like this little like two, two Kohler sack street. And uh, I noticed like the houses, I just did the math on this the other day. I was walking my kid around the, uh, um, um, in the stroller, you know, doing my dad walk around the, uh, my new dad walk around the uh, neighborhood there. And I've noticed how many houses have sold and how many people have moved. And the number was exactly on to whatever I say. Um, what I'm going to tell you right now, 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year. There's 37 homes in this community. Uh, five to six of them have transacted in the last six months. And those were the only I've seen in, since I've lived there for the last year or so. And it's true no matter where I look at this. That means 10 to 15% of your Facebook friends this year, they're moving. That means 10 to 15% of your email friends or your email list, they're moving. That means 10 to 15% of the people who follow you on TikTok, they're fucking moving. That means that 10 to 15% of the people on Instagram, they're fucking moving. Well, if you know all these fucking people who are moving, you're going to use someone they know, like, and trust. What is the name goal of advertising and marketing? Be in front of the people that you already know, like, and trust. Because the worst thing that can ever happen to us is when we log on to Facebook, we see little cousin Billy, that little prick who just got his license, just sold a house to one of our past clients and they forgot we were in real estate. Well, the reason for that is very simple. It's because it's because we didn't remind them. See, but 100% of the people we know and all those examples have a referral for us that they can refer us to. So when we attract through relationship, it's very simple. Just stay in relationship with people. And as long as you do, you will naturally attract business. The only time it doesn't work is when people simply don't like you and there's nothing that anyone's going to help you with on that. So if you really think why uh, when people refer someone or they do business with you direct, it's always because you're top of mind. You either get introduced into a referral or you don't. Either you're thought of as their agent or you're not. In either case, it's always top of mind 
brand awareness. So when we're attracting through relationship, really what that means is that we need to stay in front of our people, our database, our networks, our wedding lists, our friends, our family through multiple channels in a way that's sort of subliminal because I can't always talk about real estate all the time either. If I did, people would tune me out. I mean, if you just talk about work with your friends all the time, they stop asking you to go to dinner. Well, if you stop, if you start selling people houses and all the communication that you're talking to them, well, I'm going to go hire little cousin Billy because eventually you're just fucking annoying me. That's the truth, folks. Doesn't mean we don't communicate with them. It means how we communicate with them has got to change and different. And that's what I love about video marketing. I love using video to nurture, drip, and stay in front of my database in video email and social media on all channels. If you've been to my website, you'll notice that I'm going to start retargeting you. Uh, if you've clicked on any of my shit, I'm going to retarget you. I'm going to keep retargeting you until I have a conversation with you because that's how important it is to be everywhere all the time. Literally, click on my website, realestatemarketingdo.com, and I'm going to follow you all over the damn internet until you call me and I start doing your videos. That's why this stuff works because the person who's everywhere all the time always attracts as long as people like them and they have a good product or service. So that's what we're chatting about, guys. So if you'd like to learn more about the uh, attracting through relationship, we have a ton of podcast shows. Take our training. I'm not going to beat it up on a, on a show here, but the point is, is attracting through relationship is very simple. Just stay in communication and stay in relationship with them. So um, any other uh, ways that people attract business, these are typically the top two. I mean, business here, I think is very simple. We know the vast majority of people hire people they already know, like, and trust. So stay in front of those people and create a way that you do business that makes you stand out. Sometimes that might be through a program. Sometimes it might be through a niche that you're working, but everybody has one thing about them that people really like and hire ultimately. What that is for you is what you need to figure out. If you really enjoyed today's message, folks, and you're stuck trying to figure out who the fuck you are, or how you market your business, please give me a call. This is what I do, and I'm really damn good at it. My name is Mike Cuevas, real estate marketing dude, and we help people script, edit, distribute video content, build programs, and whatever the hell they need to do to sort of stand out. I believe the entire business is based on humanization, and the more authentic, natural you become, the more you attract but you have to do that in a way that is 100% authentic to yourself. And that's what I know how to do for you. Thank you so much for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. Please share the show and connect with us on social. Subscribe to my damn YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram and connect with us on Facebook and leave us some more reviews. We love them. And don't forget, don't forget to schedule a demo with the Real Estate Marketing Dude if you liked any of the stuff you heard today. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you on next week's episode. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.